I know you're doing a really cool thing today. Uh, but, man, you know, best laid plans, of course, news breaks on the Longhorns beat. And uh, you're right there to account for all of it. And Shaka is no longer uh, a part of that organization. He's gone to Marquette. Uh, Brian, where is your kind of like surprise level on this? Was this kind of like, you know, hey, this makes total sense sort of thing? What, where, what was your reaction as you, uh, as you started to write about this and think through it? Honestly, it was, uh, whew, okay, good. You know, because <laughs> for, for and let's be honest, for a lot of reasons, you know, but mostly because, um, you know, Texas did not want to fire him, but it was going to, it was pretty clear that that was going to happen if Shaka did not find himself a landing spot. And look, that, that's what this is. This is, this is the head coach and his agent putting their head together. Okay. How can we, uh, how can we make this good for all parties involved? And the answer is, is that for Shaka, uh, you know, a Wisconsin native uh, going to Marquette, a school that uh, I believe has only been in the tournament twice uh, in the, since 2012, I believe it is. Um, you know, and and I hate to use the phrase "beat the posse out of town," but but look, I mean, he he was he was probably going to be let go, and so uh, by it happening this way. It's a clean split for him. It's a clean exit for Texas. Um, they're going to save some money on a buyout. Uh, it wouldn't shock me if, if Shaka gets some kind of check uh, when this is all said and done. That would not surprise me in the least. Um, but, but it's not going to be the $7.1 million uh, that he was owed, most likely. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's some sort of offset language. Back in our NFL days, we would learn all about that. Uh, it is Brian Davis. Austin American statesman joining us. Brian, by the way, Marble Falls, um, beautiful state parks around there. I mean, if you have, <laughs> yes. if you have a chance that you got the, you know, a, a Longhorn like you, the Longhorn Cavern State Park is available to you, as well as Johnson Park, uh, Inks Lake State Park, and then uh, Balcones Canyon Lands. Okay, I was just doing you know, a little you know, scouting that out. Greatness of Marble Falls. I like the water <laughs> burger, but, but that, you know, that's just me. No, Inman's is, uh, they also have another place called, I think, Cooper's. That may be in Lano. Uh, but Inman's, if you can go in there and get some turkey sausage, it'll change your life. People think, what, well, turkey sausage? That's weird. No, no, no. It's, it's one of the most unbelievable things in life. So put that, just think about that, Brian, as you head out of town. I've never, I've never misled you, you on food. All right. Um, okay. So, it, you, you, this is good for everybody. This it gives you now, Brian, you get to jump on another coaching search. How interesting right. is that before we talk about possible candidates? Because it's great. I mean, listen, we can make fun of it. Yeah, they care more about football. I get all that. But people go people go and win big at football schools. They do it. They do it at other places. Donovan did it at Florida. It can be done. It just right. – um, and, and at times, Barnes did it, and he got stale, and they had to move on, and Shaka, for whatever reason – it didn't work out. But, Brian, OU and, and UT having basketball coaches, you know, coaching openings at the same time, isn't it fascinating? It is fascinating, and, and you're exactly right. I mean, there's no reason why a, a, a football school can't. See, here's the thing. Okay, let, me, let me back up for a second. Forget about just winning big, 
Okay, forget about winning big. How about just winning a game in the NCAA tournament? That mm. and see, that's just it. Is that Texas fans are not demanding that the that the basketball coach get to the Final Four and win the national championship? That's that's not it at all. But I do think that it is not beyond the realm of expectation for the University of Texas to say, you know, we should make the Sweet 16, you know, every now and again. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I mean, that, that, that to me is, is a, is, should be the minimum, right? Because to, to, me, to me, it's the equivalent of saying, well, you know, the football program should at least be in a bowl game every year, right? They should at least be in a bowl, right? Yeah. Charlie Strong, Charlie Strong went two years without even making a bowl game. Right. I mean, so, you know, I don't think that these expectations are, are through the roof and, and un, unrealistic for a program that spit out Kevin Durant, P.J. Tucker, LaMarcus Aldridge, you know, right on down the list yeah. of, all the, of all the great players that have come out of Austin. Yeah, there have been some great ones. It, lately, the issue, and it even started with Barnes back with Miles coming through there, it's been having all these big men. I've seen you tweet about it. it, it you got – you got Sims, you got Brown, you got Kai, you got all these leapers and big, long yep. athletes, and you don't get them touches. It's almost Correct. like uh, with Herman. It's like you weren't getting the running back enough touches. You know, let me yep. if if Texas beats ACU, are we even having this conversation? Would that have probably taken care of Shaka, or do you th- you think this still could have happened? I think if they beat ACU, I think they. I don't want to say that they would have wiped the floor with UCLA by any stretch, but I think they would have beaten UCLA because that's just what Shaka's teams do. They they overpromise and underdeliver at times. Yeah, and you know that. Like, trust me, I think they would have done well against UCLA. That UCLA was not a good team at all, um, and obviously ACU was just over the moon. You know that that they, as 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 Bill Golding said, we beat the University of Texas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that five dollars will get him a Starbucks coffee the rest of his life. So, I mean, that I just don't think. And here I'll say this, too, Matt. You know, I have yet to encounter anyone who pushes back on. Well, you know, y'all should have given Shaka more time. No, the guys had plenty of time. Six years, three NBA draft picks, zero NCAA tournament wins, a losing record in Big 12 play and 20 and 40 against ranked opponents. I'm sorry, but that's 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 not good enough at UT, and it shouldn't be. All right, um, the, the next question. Talking to Brian Davis, Austin American statesman on uh, ESPN Central Texas, my longtime buddy, longtime colleague at the Dallas Morning News. Uh, before we uh, we decided to to leave and find other endeavors, um, <laughs> would um, I'm hearing some names? The Royal Ivy. I don't even really want to. I mean, that, to me, that's a strange. I, I know he played there and. He may be beloved, and maybe I don't understand this enough. But I, I would, I would think that would be a weird. Uh, I, I, I don't see that at all. Okay, but Chris Beard, uh, the alum, that's where everybody's going to turn their attention to. He played sure. a national title game uh, at, at Texas Tech. Got a great program there. Recruits well. It is just a tremendous coach personality. I mean, he would be a. He's he is a guy who could pump life into that program and as we get past this covid could could maybe load that place up and get some excitement and even get some excitement about this new facility that might be coming what do you are is this a 70 30 that you 
that they don't get him? Where, where what's your where, what's your gut telling you on Chris Beard? Well, I definitely think it's probably eighty twenty that Chris Delcani makes a run at him. Okay. Um, I just I just get the feeling that Chris wants to make a splash in basketball because people pe- people at least in Austin have they have reached apathy and. If you've been around sports, you know that apathy is far, far worse than fan anger, right? Yeah. Uh, th- this fan base is truly apathetic about the men's basketball program. And what and that's what makes this year even more damning is that they did show life. They did show talent. There were people excited. And then Lucy pulled the football away again, you know, against ACU. So um, they've got to do something that makes a splash. This new arena that's coming – um, you know, it's, I don't know that it's this giant anchor over the athletic department's head, but, you know, you, you want excitement going into a new building. There's no doubt about that. Um, look, you, especially when you look at what Vic Schaefer's done on the women's side, there's a guy who took over a very average women's program, and now they're in the 316 in his first year. They've got three McDonald's All-Americans coming, plus, you know, one of the top Juco players. I mean, I don't know if that's enough to get Kim shaking in her Heels, but it's it's a message that hey Texas is not going to settle for being average, right? And I think the same rules have to apply to men's basketball as they do to football and, and Steve Sarkeesian. Yeah, that's I, I got to say I'm glad you brought that up. I mean the Sark thing, ha, that that all gas no brakes deal. I mean it has gotten people fired up, and and yes, there's some buzz you. You start bringing in 2022, 23. You start getting commits. Could people, people get into that? You know, Baylor saw a bump when Aranda started making his tour and all that. And uh, but uh, you know, you you got that next wave. Of course, you got to go take that out on the field and everything. Are you? Uh, ha- have you seen? Uh, th- I saw where y'all had to pause the um, the spring football at UT. Any update on that, Brian? Like when they think they might get that going again? Well, t- talking with a couple people uh, yesterday, they expect to start practice up again next week. Um, this was your typical, uh, you let everybody loose for spring break, and then everybody goes all over the place, and they come back, and you know, now you got some positives. And so I think, I think uh, also, too, this is the same program that had COVID blow through the locker room uh, last summer. So, you know, I don't know about antibodies and all that, uh, Matt, you and I have spent the same amount of time in medical school, so um, I think that we don't know. But but they're telling me that practice is probably going to start up again next week, and hopefully they can get back to normal quickly. All right. Well, listen, I, pr- I really appreciate it. You've got uh, more important things on your mind today, and uh, you're doing some good things. And but you uh, you've reacted to this story well, and. Uh, We'll get this uh, podcast out quickly, Brian, so all your friends can can hear. I think you could faintly. Marble Falls is a little far from us, but if you uh, try sixteen sixty and see if you can hear me here in a little while, all right. Just give it. It may be faint, uh, but we we have well, a flamethrower. I turned it on a minute ago, and it just sounded like somebody from Coffin yelling at me. So I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody you know for sure. All right, all right, buddy, get out and see that escarpment. I love those. I love natural uh, preserve. You know those natural parks and Marble Falls is just a cool place. So I'm glad you're out there. 
And uh, there's some neat things to see there. Be, do run by Inman's and get you something. Don't do Whataburger for once in your life. Go well, by that's Inman's. That's going to be hard. I know, but they've got antibodies that you get from that turkey sausage that it's better than a vaccine. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Brian. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. You bet. There he goes. Brian Davis, Austin American statesman. We started our our journalism careers together many years ago at the now-defunct Arlington Morning News in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. All right. Steven, you think they can hear us, really, in Marble Falls? That'd be cool. I like Marble Falls. Oh, yeah. They, I'm sure they often. hear us all the time. Hey, Marble Falls. What's up? Love uh, Corey Horn, one of my best friends at, at uh, Baylor. Carol Horn, his late mom, was one of the greatest ever. And then his dad was the uh, local superintendent. So we uh, shout out, big shout out to Marble Falls. All right, um, Steven, lots to... Uh, Lots to get to. Lot, I mean, lots going on in the NFL. We're gonna, are we gonna, we're gonna have the Queen on at one forty. All right, Queen Egbo, the Queen of the Baylor basketball program. You'll get to hear from her at one forty. Really cool interview. But next, we got breaking news in the NFL. We got to get you caught up on, and we'll discuss next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny today. Should be a beautiful Friday with highs topping out at 79 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight. We drop to 58. And tomorrow, partly sunny skies with a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms developing in the afternoon and a high of 79. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at lafiesta.com. La Fiesta. Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. All right, uh, it is time more than ever to take care of your heart. Um, people with heart issues, boy, they've been, uh, COVID has been uh, really particularly tough on. The American Heart Association recommends adults consume at least two servings of fatty fish each week containing omega-3s to help improve heart health. Let's be honest, not a ton of, not a lot of us are doing that. We're not seeking out fatty fish, thinking, oh, this is good for me. I'll go find some. Add Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 to your daily supplement regimen. I do this. I feel better. Dr. Kenneth Cooper recommends vitamins and supplements to improve the quality and quantity of his patients' lives. And uh, I saw him the other day, Dr. Cooper, he just turned 90 years old, and he was on a recumbent bike or an exercise bike. And that's what people that follow his philosophy end up doing at 90. I mean, still rolling. 10% off your purchase of an advanced Omega-3, plus get free shipping with any purchase of $60 or more. Here's how you do it. Even A lot of my friends have done this. Uh, uh, Terry Tacker has done this. Steven's been looking into these supplements. Um, here's how you do it though. Take the Cooper vitamin quiz at coopervitaminquiz.com. Okay. Just go to coopervitaminquiz.com. 
Com, and that's how you take advantage of all this, all right? Just take that vitamin quiz. Support your heart health with Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3. The Baylor Club, located inside McLean Stadium, offers ample room to spread out for any event, including business meetings and social gatherings. Host your next function with confidence and let their certified event planner handle all of your requests. With access to a dozen or more spaces throughout McLean Stadium, they can accommodate groups of most sizes in a safe, comfortable, and socially distant setting. Contact the Baylor Club and Rebecca today at 254-710-8076 to inquire about all available options. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Jesse Brett Automotive. Baylor softball starts conference play tonight in Lubbock facing Texas Tech. First pitch at 6.30 on 101.3 FM. Baylor baseball continues their conference play in Fort Worth with game one of their series versus TCU. First pitch at 6.30 on ESPN Central Texas. Temple Wildcat baseball is in a four-way tie for second place in 12-6A. The Wildcats will host district leader Belton tonight. First pitch at 7 o'clock. Baylor continues tournament play in the Sweet 16 with Villanova tomorrow. Tip is at 4 o'clock and you you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Lady Bears also continue taking on Michigan in the Sweet 16. Tip is at 2 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 92.9 Shooter FM. UMHB will play for the conference championship tomorrow at Hardin-Simmons. Kickoff at 1 o'clock. Pre-game starts at 12.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Today, Stephen, I know we like to discuss music sometimes. I was, uh, it's Mosley and Simcox, by the way, 1 o'clock. This should be kind of your main show. Uh, but also, stay tuned, because John Morris is at 2. Glenn Stretch-Smith, former college athlete, former college football player at University of Texas, is at 3 o'clock. And then Tom Barfield, former athlete at Conley, is uh, four to six. Is that true, Stephen? Former athlete? Yeah, I, I bet Tom. I bet Tom was a pretty good athlete. Athlete was kind day. of a relative term, but yeah, we'll go with that. Athlete. I, I don't know. I would see Tom fired off the line, but you never know. He may have been a scat back back in the day. Tom Barfield, four to six. Okay, and he always has some good stuff running. And of course, we're getting you ready for Sweet Sixteen activities. You said four to six, and it kind of sounded like four to six. I thought you were. 
saying it's 40 time for a minute, I was like, wow, Tom was, <laughs> Tom was Tom. moving. I would say, Tom, it, back in Conley, I, I, I would think Tom could have clocked about a 4-9. I don't know. I'm trying to think people who've known him for a long time that, that might be able to verify that. Is there anybody out there that played football with Barfield at Conley? Uh, let us let us hear from you two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Sean Hunt at UBO seems to know things like that. He's always kind of chiming in, letting me know things on like, people. You know that uh, he he just knows the community real well. All right, uh, Stephen, will you go over these trades? These this is fascinating. The Dolphins have just taken over the NFL world today. And I kind of feel like, boy, our buddy Colin Cowherd called some of this. Stephen, I was watching on Twitter. Cowherd, Cowherd got involved and called some things. I mean, this is, I, I love it. I love it when Cowherd becomes an insider, and he kind of did that. Um, so let's let's kind of keep our eye on all of this. But Stephen, will you will you please? Uh, and of course, Schefter has a lot of this information. Now, I'll, I'll handle the first part of this. The first part of the day. The, the, the 49ers came rolling up the board from the number 12 spot. And they moved all the way up. <clears throat> they switched places um, with the Dolphins. And then the Dolphins picked up, like, two future first-round picks, a third-round pick, which is a compensatory pick for uh, Sala, uh, the new coach uh, for the 49 Wait, who am I? Steven, am I doing this right? Sala is where now? Salah was with the Jets. Oh, yeah, because they lost yeah, Salah right. to the Jets. They got a compensatory pick, and that accounted for that third-round pick. All right? So, um, big doings there. But, Stephen, that's not the end of it. The Dolphins kind of kept – they kept churning. I love the Dolphins for this. They just – it's just like, hey, everybody, let's just go ahead and take control of today's news cycle. All right, there's some other – I know there's a lot of college basketball going on. There's some fun stuff happening with the NBA, the trade deadline. Let's go ahead and take things over. We are the NFL. We are we, – we take – you know, we control the world. Stephen, what did the Dolphins do next? So the Dolphins, after they moved to 12, they got a deal done with the Eagles. They moved up to number six. Philly went back to 12, and in exchange, Philadelphia also got – uh, a 2022 first-round pick, so a future first-round pick from Miami, and they swapped uh, like fourth-round picks. But the headliner is the Dolphins sent a, fir- a future first-round pick to the Eagles to move up to six. So now 49ers are at three, Dolphins are at six, and the Eagles are at 12 in, uh, in this year's first round. What do we think value-wise Eagles? I mean, I'm sure next year it'll be like – you got you, you have to see where that pick um you know that future pick ends up uh based on the performance Stephen, of the dolphins i mean i, I we, in your first blush at that the dolphins get back up there in quarterback range now we think who do we think will all be gone by then we know trevor will be gone we think wilson will be gone yeah. Do we think? Do we think? Do we think Fields will be gone probably by then? Probably. So, you, you might be looking at Lance, Trey Lance, at that point. You might be able to get Lance if they if now, they were in love with Mac Jones. I guess they could go that route, but that'd be another Alabama quarterback on their roster. 
along with Tua. I'll tell you who knows a lot about Mac Jones is Stretch, Glenn Stretch Smith. How he loves him, I know. Oh, man, he, he knows a lot about Mac. Knows a lot about Bama and all that stuff. Um, so That's it, interesting. <laughs> so that does it indicate to, to you that the Dolphins – so what are the Dolphins kind of well, keeping this thing? They had to give up a first-round pick to come right. back up. So what do they have now? They've basically gone down three spots. They the, still keep that third-round compensatory pick, and they have a one future first-rounder for what year? Uh, I guess that would be the 2023 first-rounder they have now because they gave up 2022. I, I, I'm looking at the mock drafts, and the five and six range – you're talking Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase in Miami, which would pair well with the young QB. And the Bengals pick at five, and I know they need offensive line help desperately. Now, they might still – I mean, they could obviously still go Kyle Pitts because he is, aside from a quarterback, the highest-graded player in this draft, it seems like, by far. But, I mean, you know, he could sit at six and get a, a really good tight end, a really good wide receiver if, if you didn't like the quarterback options there. I'm so excited about all this. Um, I, Stephen, I haven't even told you. I, I am uh, I'm going to make an appearance. A lot of folks, uh, they've gotten the word out among Baylor football. Uh, Stephen, pro day. You know, I, I because of the COVID and because of my uh, major injuries in that uh, bicycle accident that broke my neck and back, I've kind of kept a low profile when it comes to getting out and about. And, of course, it worked out because most everything was done via Zoom, so it's not like, oh, where's Mosley? Well, other than the games, the football games I missed, there's not much to do in person. Well, they're starting to do more things in person. And, Stephen, I do want to make the announcement that I will be attending Baylor Pro Day next. Uh, we probably should have done breaking news on that uh, next Wednesday. All right, Stephen, and I, I would love, Stephen, if you – would uh, reach out to, or I can do it for you, uh, reach out to Taylor Bryan. I'd like for you to come by, too. Now, I know you you have a full day. You do this show with me, which you put your whole life and effort into, and then you have three more hours. You put a lot of effort into that show, too, you and R, uh, on the afternoons on the Fox affiliate that we have. Uh, that go, Boy, that Temple Belton, I mean, that's a really great signal out there. Um Stephen, but I would I just want to invite you to join me at Baylor Pro Day and we'll see the technician himself, William Bradley King. He's he's a Baylor's kind of best hope uh from this past group. Now in the future, I kind of think some of these linebacker Bernard, if he comes back strong from the injury, and uh I mean some of these de- defense I think Baylor's gonna have some some NFL talent coming out of there. I think some of these cornerbacks, I think Boogie Barnes. Um, I, I, some of these guys are really gonna, who's my guy, Steven, number eight on the uh, defense. Um, oh my gosh. I love that. Oh, Petrie. I love uh, Jalen Petrie is one of my favorite players the past several years. I mean, these guys are going to be NFL ready. So I think in the future, this pro day is going to be pretty, pretty strong because I think they're going to start churning out some cornerbacks. And uh, in some in some of these pass rushing hybrid type players, linebackers slash safeties, all right. But but I think our man William Bradley King, who was invited to the Senior Bowl, did well there, is going to be kind of the headliner. And then they'll have some guys working out. Stephen, um, uh, you remember Platt? 
Remember him? Fast oh, yeah. kid. Chris Platt. Yeah, track he's guy. Going, he's, yeah, he's going to show up, run some routes. And uh, another former player, i got to think about it. I'll think a little harder about it soon. Who had some doubt? Who was kind of in the who in the NFL and then out of the NFL? Um, I'll have to think a little harder on that one. But he's going to be out there too, and uh, it's just going to be fun. I'm going to be out there, Steve. I'm going to visit with some coaches. Going to be around the program. I'm excited. I'm going to start showing up at all the. Uh, I, I'm I, I'm hoping I can kind of peek in the windows at spring practice. No, they're not going to let me do that. But they they are letting us see a little bit of it. So I'm very excited about spring ball. So, Stephen, I just wanted to extend the invitation to you. Uh, I know you have very busy mornings preparing for everything um, as well, and you're a dad of – you take kids to daycare. You've got a lot of things on your plate uh, in school. But, um, uh, Stephen, I, I just want to invite – you are invited to next week's uh, Pro Day. It's on Wednesday. Yeah, I think I'm going to make my way out there. Uh, you know, I haven't been shoulder to shoulder with the assembled media for a long time, so I'm – ready to say hi to John Warner and Jerry Hill and see if those guys are vaccinated, gossip a little bit. It'll be great. <laughs> They're vaccinated. <laughs> Is that kind of what you ask everybody? Hey, you've been vaccinated. <laughs> I've got my two, uh, got my two shots, got my two shots. And, uh, so I, I am Spencer really... Drango, the other, uh, former player that's going to be there with. Yeah. Spencer with was a draft pick. Um, Spencer, Drango, I golly, Spencer played for Art, didn't he? In that crew, he was a really good player. Drango was like a, a big time left tackle for the Bears back in the day. So maybe Drango's been working out, wants to try to get back in the league, and we'll have a look at Spencer and the and the pros, the uh, pro guys can take a look. I just I always love seeing who shows up, who wants to come see William Bradley King in person. I hope Will McClay from the Cowboys comes down. If he does, Stephen, we'll try to interview Will. We'll see if we can get an interview with Will, although then we have to go through Cowboys PR. <laughs> My history with them is a little bit shaky. All right, uh, Stephen, it's time to talk to the Queen. All right, it's the Queen's Court. It is Queen Egbo, who has become really one of the most important players on this Baylor Lady Bears team uh, who play Michigan tomorrow. Stephen, is that tomorrow? It's hard to believe it's coming up this quickly. Um, but uh, Queen Egbo, the center for the Bears, 6-3, joins us next. Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco, and online at Automatic Chef Canteen. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. 
Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. You know, there is a reason so many folks want to be with Mosley and Simcox and want to partner with us. It's because we talk about things we love. You hear me talk about schmaltzes and the sandwiches I love. Well, when it's the Jeep celebration event out at Allen Samuels, I can talk about it with a lot of excitement because I drive a Grand Cherokee, the 2018 Grand Cherokee. I'm thinking about maybe kind of uh, upgrading to like a 2021. Love that Grand Cherokee. Love the way it covers a lot of ground. Love hitting that sport. I'll reach down, hit the sport button, and suddenly it kind of gives me a little extra juice. And the in the SUV, the uh, the Cherokee did great for me during this late, latest freeze. It's the most decorated, the Jeep Celebration, see the most decorated SUVs available. Jeep is built to be as tough as nails. Check out the new Jeeps and the offers on great SUVs like Renegade, Grand Cherokee, that's me, Cherokee Latitude Plus, the Lux, as well as the Jeep Wrangler. Jeep, when you need a great SUV that fits your lifestyle. And also for a guy like Simcox who lives out in McGregor, you got to have a Dodge truck. Those things, uh, comfort level, very high comfort level. In March is Ram Truck Month. And uh, perfect for whatever your lifestyle calls for. Check out the new Ram, 1500 2500 or the big 3500 Top safety pick for trucks named in 2021. Go see my good friend Ted Teague out there. The man, he's always out working the lot. He doesn't just stay back there in his office. He's always out glad-handing, saying hello to folks. Good man. That's a good place to go. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. One winner will have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show, presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. It is uh, Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, joined now by Queen Egbo, who uh, 
has emerged as uh, uh, one of the great players on this uh, Baylor basketball team. Queen, I, uh, you know, congratulations on all y'all's success so far, making it to the Sweet 16. Um, I guess this is where uh, you really have to start bearing down. How is, uh, uh, does it, uh, do you feel, I mean, and, and by the way, how exciting is it to be playing these games on, uh, I mean, you know, ABC, y'all are the, I mean, it's it's like one of the first uh, uh, women's games to be on ABC. Yeah, it feels really good getting um, TV time. Um, I know in the past, I don't think I ever remember seeing a team play on ABC, so it's just nice that they're finally deciding to start covering women's hoops uh, as a whole. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun, and then uh, of course uh, Saturday's going to be cool because you got a Sweet Sixteen game with you guys in in Michigan, and then of course the men play a couple hours later. So a great day uh, for Baylor basketball. Uh, Queen, what have you been able to uh, learn about Michigan so far since you found out you'll be playing them? Have you have y'all had time to uh, uh, watch any film or, or learn anything about them? Uh, yeah, we definitely been watching our film. Um, we know that they're a real collective team that play together. Um, they have a really good post player. We know he's a part of a really solid team, and they look to feed her a lot. And so it's going to be a tough challenge for me. But I just I don't think it's anything I can't handle, and my team can't handle. You know, Queen, it's funny, um, I kept hearing about the young woman, uh, Kittler, uh, Elizabeth Kittler from uh, Virginia Tech, and um, you held her down to like six points in that game, and then of course we heard a lot about Charlie Collier, and uh, she's, I think, a little bit taller than you perhaps, but I mean, these these young women uh, have just not been able to score much against you guys. What yeah, uh, that last game you had seven blocks. I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's I mean, that's getting almost near triple double land. What what has made you, you know, just your ability to do that and shut down some of these really talented post players? What 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 gives you the ability to do that? Um, I would definitely say my athleticism and just being able to move my feet uh, on defense. Uh, most times a lot of post players, they don't have that skill or that ability to move their feet on defense and slide with their opponent. So it kind of gets to them on when it comes to fouls and, you know, things like that. But I feel like because of, you know, just my God-given athleticism, I'm able to kind of keep up with my opponents and just read what they're going to do. And when they do go up to take a shot, I'm right there with them. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's funny, it's 6'3", to say that other players are taller, but you do encounter, I was watching uh, Oregon, and from what I could tell, they had like a 6'7 player. So, um, you know, the, the the women's game has changed. We're talking to Queen Egbo, uh, Baylor's uh, uh, center, as they get ready to play on ABC against Michigan. Uh you guys play a little bit different brand of basketball than some of the other women across the country. Melissa and you sometimes play above the rim. Is that? Do you feel like Queen sometimes that almost is intimidating to other teams? The fact that y'all can throw those lobs and do things that we're not always used to seeing in women's basketball. 
Yeah, I feel like when teams see that, it's definitely eye-opening. Um, but it's, I feel like the game is evolving so much, and so many women in this game are able to do that now. And because of that, the game is becoming more exciting and more fun to watch. But it definitely is intimidating, I guess, a little bit when you go and watch your opponent grab a rebound that's above the rim or going to that blackboard on a layup, things like that. Because you're not used to seeing them every, saying stuff like that every day, but it is evolving. People are coming up, you know, kids are getting more athletic, and it's just a part of the game. You evolve and you get better and, you know. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's a really cool thing to watch, and and women's basketball is getting more coverage, and I know there have been some stories. Uh, there's some things that maybe haven't been as equal to the men, but you guys have handled that really uh, graciously, and and uh, it's 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 the whole thing has uh, has been fun to watch. It, it, now, Queen, I got to ask you earlier in the year, about a month ago, uh, or maybe about the time we got the bad weather. I started saying on the radio, I'm not going to try to take credit for this, but I did start saying, you know, Baylor is known for having scoring in the low post. And and I and I thought, you know, Queen scored a lot when, you know, early in her early days, and suddenly Queen, I mean, you started really pouring it on scoring-wise here lately. Is that something you just took upon yourself or do you think did did Kim make that more of a point of emphasis? What what has led to you taking on a little bit more of that scoring punch? Uh, I just think it's me getting more comfortable around the rim and getting a feel for my environment, how I'm playing, how the defense is reading me. Uh, you know, every game is different. Every game they play you different. Some games you might not get a double team. Other games you might. So it's all about how you handle it and being able to take that pressure and just exploit it. For not only you but also your teammates. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see. And uh, you know, is, is it Queen? Is it after all those years with Kalani and then of course with Lauren? Um, now that kind of you and Alyssa, Dee Dee, obviously Moon's come on strong. But now that you are the leaders, is it is it all is it kind of strange almost to, to to you know when you you look around and go wait we're the we're the main players now? Does that uh, is it is it kind of? I mean, this is a different experience. Um, for sure, it's different. Um, I would definitely say me and Liz play two like complete. I don't want to say completely different, but we have a completely different game from Lonnie and Elsie. They were they weren't as athletic, and you know, they I wouldn't say they played above the list did, but they had some stuff that you know. Of course, I took after and I looked. And I looked up to them and things like that, and that I saw in their game that I wanted to put in mind. But I just, yeah, me and Liz definitely did watch them as freshmen, and you know, saw what we needed to do when we got up to, you know, their spot and in their role, and just take mental notes and physical notes. And I feel like their role has helped us, um, me being a post player, and Liz uh, know what to do when we get into a big you know, environment and spotlight like this because we knew we had those leaders we could look up to. You know, you and Didi and Alyssa, y'all all play tremendous defense. And, and in fact, Kim said y'all played maybe the greatest defensive game she could remember the other night. You know, obviously Davion Mitchell is up for National Defensive Player of the Year on the men's side. Do you 
do you guys – I don't know how much y'all's paths cross. I assume y'all are friends with a lot of those guys. Do, do, have you ever – do you ever talk uh, defense – uh, with with uh, Davion and, and some of those guys, do you all ever compare notes? No. <laughs> you, 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 that doesn't really happen? No. <laughs> I got you. I got you. you got to do your own thing. Talking to Queen Egbo, the, uh, the Baylor's uh, center, as they get ready for uh, Michigan – on Saturday, uh, as uh, as they as they march toward the Final Four, Queen, you seem to have a real. I mean, I know you watch a lot of other basketball. Did you get to watch uh, the um, uh, the uh, Iowa State game versus A and M last night? And and can you say who you were rooting for? Um. Well, I was definitely. I definitely did. You know, kind of want Iowa State to beat them just for the simple fact that. They are a Big 12 team and just that, you know, some people kind of downplay the Big 12 and say, like, we're not a good conference and things like that. And so it was fun to see Iowa State give A&M a fight like that because they were the underdogs and, you know, they weren't predicted to win the game. Even though they didn't win, you know, they had every opportunity to win. And so it was just exciting seeing them go out there and fight because everyone in the Big 12 knows Iowa State is a great team and they can compete and contend with anybody that, you know, they kind of put their mind to. And they have great players and they have people around them that can make shots and that can get each other the ball. And it was just fun to see them play and give A&M a fight. Yeah, it was quite a fight. And, uh, you know, the the star player for A&M that came up big late was emotional after the game. Uh, And, and, you know, it was really – it's pretty cool to see that kind of emotion and fight. You know, Queen, what's – at some point, you're going to hopefully play in the WNBA. I know that's a goal of yours. Do you find yourself ever? I, I know it's not your role right now, but do you do you like to? Uh, I've seen you knock down some 16, 17 footers. Have in practice? Do you ever slip out to three point land? Is that is that an area of your game you'd like to to add uh, as you as you look to the WNBA someday? But for sure, it is definitely something that I would like to add to my game one day, but I'm not in a rush to kind of put that in my uh, bag just yet. You know, I want to make sure I have everything else, you know, lost and secured away before I start focusing on making threes. I feel like as a punter, it's just a bonus. Like, if you can make a three, it's all the better, but that's not the biggest part of your game as a post-pair. Being able to make the mid-range shot, being able to to knock down free throws, get offensive rebounds, you know, things like that, being able to move your feet on defense, those are stuff like I want to get really good at before I start looking to shoot threes on a, you know, more of a consistent basis. You know, talking to Queen Egbo, the uh, center for the for for Baylor, as they get ready to face Michigan on Saturday, ABC on uh, Matt Mosley's show, uh, ESPN Central Texas. How Queen, how much uh, how much pride do you take? Uh, in coming from the Houston area, it's it's got to be fun. San Antonio is not that far away. Hopefully, some of your friends and family will get to see you play. Uh, Houston, I've covered uh, a lot of sports in Houston for years. Unbelievable uh, Nigerian community. You know, you're 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 uh, where you grew up and coming from Houston. How important is that to who you are? Um. You know, everyone that is from Houston knows that 
Houstonians just take a lot of pride in being from Houston. I just think Houston is a really great city. Um, I feel like it's real diverse, and you meet a lot of people. There's a lot of opportunities to be made in Houston. And so I just feel like I've developed so many relationships, not only in the basketball world, of course, but just also in life. I know that if I wanted to, you know, I could look, look into, like, eventually settling my life down in Houston. I've been raised there my whole life, and it's just a great place to live. I took a lot of pride in being you know, it's interesting. Uh, I I have to think a little bit hard about it. Um, but years ago, when like um, I was covering Mansfield, the Lady Tigers, when they were winning state titles, they would take on your high school, Travis High School. And there was a at the time, I think her name was like Ogbanya, is how you or some or something like that. And anyway, she I think she went on to star at the University of Texas. But it is just crazy how many great players. Uh, have come from Houston. Was there any particular player, um, Queen, that you looked up to growing up or any any player, uh, maybe not even just from Houston, or just in, in the WNBA? Um, I think I looked up to Becca. She was a great post player, and she's, you know, in the WNBA now. And she's just someone I kind of just looked up to when it came to developing my game because she was such a great player. Okay, and and I got to ask you: Are do you are is it if if they had a vertical leap contest between Alyssa, Moon, you, Dee Dee will get mad if we don't put her in it. I'm sure y'all have measured this before. Um, I, Moon has the advantage of being smaller, but uh, who? How do you rank that in a vertical leap competition? Um. Well. Me, I mean, it's, it's, we, you know, uh, what's the take a vertical leap jump every every week, and so we already know who, you know, everyone on the team already knows. I, me and Moon, I think, are the only people on the team with a over a thirty inch vertical. I, Moon, I think Moon has thirty one, thirty two, and I have like thirty, thirty one. I think this is around twenty six, twenty seven. So. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing, and uh, I know everybody always asks you, you know, about the dunking. We've seen you do it, and uh, and you know, you've seen you do it before, and and uh, it's pretty pretty awesome to uh, to see that. But uh, listen, congratulations on y'all's success, and um, uh, man, I hope it. I hope you keep marching because I know it was really tough last year, but um, to be able to be this close again to possibly get one. I know y'all have been through a lot, but uh, it's uh, it's very exciting. So um, congratulations, and, and I hope you keep it going. Thank 